Hope deferred makes the heart sick. Now, I've read the Bible a few times, but being almost a cradle Episcopalian, I'm not one who can often quote scripture. And while normally I can give you an idea in which book of the Bible something happened, I'm also not one who can quote chapter and verse. Lucky for me, I'm a priest in the time of Google. (laughs) So I can quickly search and locate the scripture of which I'm thinking and look much smarter than I actually am. But there are a few verses I keep in my back pocket, a few that I have memorized and know by heart. And Proverbs 13, 12 is one of those. I grew up as a child that was probably too attached to my emotions and too serious for my own good. This carried into my adulthood, where I found that I'm prone to periods of melancholy or sadness, sometimes seemingly with no cause. But when I truly examine my heart, I often find that I am feeling a profound lack of hope. And once I realize the cause, Proverbs 13:12 comes to mind. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. I imagine Simeon may have been feeling the same type of despair. I've met a few people who have reached old age and wish daily to be released from this mortal life. Whether it be because they had outlived their spouses, friends, and sometimes even children, or because they were in physical pain and just wanted to be released from this human body, I find it's not unusual to have an older person tell me that they're ready to go and to finally meet God. Simeon is ready to go and ready to meet God. He's an old and righteous and devout man, possibly a priest at the temple. He has been visited by the Holy Spirit, and he knows he will not be released from this mortal life until he has seen the Messiah, God's anointed, the one who will fulfill the scriptures. Each day, Simeon awakes with new hope that today will finally be the day that God fulfills his promise to Simeon and to the people of Israel. But as the day fades into dusk, Simeon loses that fresh hope. As those days fade into weeks, Simeon starts wondering how long God will make him wait. As those weeks fade into months and into years, as Simeon starts waking up grayer and balder and definitely creakier than he was as a younger man, Simeon stops waking up with hope in his heart and instead wakes up with doubt that God will hold up his end of the bargain. After all, how much older can Simeon really get? Until one morning, when the Holy Spirit returns to Simeon and hurries him to the temple. Did Simeon know that today was the day, or did he just feel that slight nudging, the ever-so-gentle tugging of the Spirit that renewed hope in his heart for the first time in a long time? Either way, Simeon arrives at the temple and knows immediately that the tiny infant, now 40 days old, is the one he was waiting to see. And Simeon starts to prophesy with the words we now call the Song of Simeon. Master, now you are dismissing your servant in peace, according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people Israel. While others have recognized Jesus as the Son of God, 
Simeon is the first to tell Mary and Joseph that Jesus will be responsible for the redemption of nations. Simeon, who has likely been heartsick so long, waiting to see if God fulfilled his promises, has had his hope restored. His hope that the Gentiles will also be brought into the light and that Israel will be restored to the Father. And that brings us to the second half of Proverbs 13, 12. Because so far we've only covered the first half of that scripture. Yes, hope deferred makes the heart sick. But a desire fulfilled is a tree of life. Simeon's deepest desire was for the consolation of Israel, the salvation of all nations, and the coming of a Messiah. Simeon might have waited decades for this desire to be fulfilled. Hope truly has been deferred while he waited for the scriptures to be fulfilled in his lifetime. And yet, the second his eyes landed on Jesus, a tree of life took root in his heart. He was elated and joyful and finally at peace. God did do everything he promised to do, even if it was not when Simeon would have liked for it to have happened. Simeon could finally rest knowing that Israel would be taken care of. Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a desire fulfilled is a tree of life. Our liturgy for burial leaves so many options up to the family or friends who are burying their loved one. But one of my favorite options is at the very end of the service. As the body in either casket or urn is being carried out of the church, the priest can sing or chant the Song of Simeon, the words of which are somewhat different in our Book of Common Prayer as compared to the New Revised Standard Translation we read today. Lord, you now have set your servant free to go in peace as you have promised. For these eyes of mine have seen the Savior, whom you have prepared for all the world to see, a light to enlighten the nations and the glory of your people Israel. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. This song is sung as a final goodbye from our family member or friend as we make our way to the grave. It is a song not of hope deferred, not of pain or melancholy or even of goodbye. It is a song of desire fulfilled. It is a song of anxiety and worldly concerns laid to rest. It is a song of hope realized. Another one of God's servants has seen the Savior and now has been set free. God keeps his promises. And Jesus is the greatest fulfillment of all. The message of our gospel, of the good news, is that we are a people of perpetual hope. Simeon had to wait his whole lifetime to see Jesus, but we live in a time where some of us have never lived a day without him. Our eyes have seen the Savior. Our desire has been fulfilled. A tree of life, eternal life, has taken root in our hearts. And we finally have been set free. Why would we not spread this hope to the world?